Welcome. You're listening to the Heritage Podcast. To learn more about Heritage, including meeting times and upcoming events, visit us online at www.heritageff.org. Now, let's get into today's podcast. Champion Jesus is Lord, and this is Pastor Art speaking. I, I thank you for joining in with us right now. Let me give you 30 minutes of message, and I'm excited about you joining with me. I'm excited to share the Word of God with you, and more importantly, to deal from our perspective here as, as your pastor, of which I am, to minister to you regarding the coronavirus, and uh, uh, as it's called. And I want to talk to you about our perspective, Heritage Family Fellowship, but more so about what the Word of God has to say in this and where we're at, where all of this is done. The uh, situation about the coronavirus, number one, was, uh, was not something that is a new thing. Viruses have been going around for years and years and thousands of years. And this plague, this situation that they're calling it, has always had a Bible answer to it, and we have the Bible right to be obeyed well. So as I talk to you as, as your pastor, as your, as your man of God, as I talk to you directly from what the Scripture has to say in regards to this, I want you to know that God has an answer for every situation. And, and I want to reemphasize what I'm about to say right now throughout what I'm teaching do not fear. Fear not, only believe. Jesus is Lord. We will not give in to the spirit of fear regarding this virus or any other virus or any other report coming regarding our health, our healing, our life, our organs, our mind, our, our families. We are well and healthy because Jesus already paid for it all. I like the verse of Jesus, heal them all. And you're part of that all. Praise God for it. And so if we'll go to the word and understand it. Now, some of the things I'm going to say to you today, I'm not coming to you from a position of a physical, natural position. I never studied medicine. I never studied science. So I've been studying the Bible, the word of God for many, many years now. So I'm coming to you from that, from my anointing in that. Not an educated mind where that's concerned. So I'm not a scientist. I'm not a, a medical physician. And all the stuff you're hearing today regarding this coronavirus is changing day by day. The information they get, the, the way they pass it down. And the worst thing, and I'll be saying this again, the worst thing we can do is give in to the media's uh, fear tactics regarding this. And that's what's going on right now. And I mean, today I heard locally, you're one of the newscasters said, is this virus the beginning of the end of the world? <laughs> oh my God, this is not the apocalypse. Ladies and gentlemen, we shall live and not die. You understand me? We're going to live and not die. When this situation came about, you and I ought to be already been confessing the word of God where this is concerned. So let me take you into prayer right now, and then we'll go into this. Father, in the authority of the name of Jesus, I believe that we have a hearing ear to hear what you're saying to us in this time. You said in the world we'll have tribulation. Not in you we'll have tribulation, but in the world, in the world system, we'll have tribulation. But you said to be of good cheer because you have already overcome this world. And if you overcame this world, then Lord Jesus, you've already overcome the coronavirus and any other virus that might spring up. 
We're thanking you in advance that we are the church of the living God, the healed of the Lord, the delivered of the Lord. And according to Psalm 103, we will never forget the benefits provided for us. And we're thanking you that that provision is yes and amen for every one of us that believed. I confess that over you right now. So that's a good place for you to shout amen. Now I want to uh, go into something here that the Spirit of the Lord talked to me about, and then we'll get into some, and you'll hear me interact over some of this. In Acts chapter 10, verse 38, uh, we are born of the Spirit of God. You and I are new creations, and old things have been passed away, and all things have become new. We are connected. We are heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And this new nature put us in a covenant with Almighty God. And that covenant is a covenant of healing. It's a covenant of blessing. It is a covenant of righteousness. It is a covenant not based on fear, not based on circumstance, and definitely not based on natural men and women's opinions of what's going on today. We go by the Spirit of God. We go by revelation, not natural information. There's all kinds of information going on today. All over the United States, all 50 nations, there's different bodies of information being given, and they don't all gel. They don't all come together. So you and I need to trust what the Spirit of God is saying to us. Acts chapter 10, verse 30 said, I love this, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, who went about doing good, and with the, anointed with the Holy Ghost, who went with power, and was and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. How God anointed Jesus Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Now let me add this in there. And healing all that were oppressed. All that were oppressed. I want to deal with that right now. The coronavirus is one aspect. Fear is pushing that. Fear is what's pushing that from the news media, from from political powers it be, from natural ordinances and, and uh, uh, principalities here within our cities, the mayors, the governors, who don't really have information, and they're all dealing with fear. And, and how many is going to die? And how many is going to get it? What about how many are living? How about how all of us that are born of the Spirit of Almighty God, how God anointed Jesus as well as God anointed Jesus, he anointed you. And I want to read this to you the way the Spirit of the Lord gave it to you. Healing all the oppressed or under the, over this weight of the news and the weight of the care of, of coronavirus. Listen, that weight, if you just listen to any of the news media, it's all bombarding you right now. And everything on the news, when you put it on, write the big letters, coronavirus epidemic. And it's an epidemic. Well, you know what I believe is an epidemic? Your faith, your life in Almighty God. We have the life of God on the inside of us. You are of God, little children. You are of God, believer. Heritage, you are of God. And those of you listening outside of heritage, you are of God. And greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. Greater is he that is in us than that coronavirus. Greater is he that is in us than any, any respiratory challenges any heart difficulty, any situation with our livers, our, 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 our lungs, our kidneys, our bodies are made well. The greater one lives on the inside of us. And the greater one said this, 
in this world you'll have tribulation. But cheer up, I've overcome this world system. I've overcome this. In the world, there's tribulation. You and I are tribulated because God has put this on us. Coronavirus was never born out of the will of God. God doesn't have it to give it. He can only give you what he has, and God has given you healing. God will never give you anxiety. He'll never give you worry. He'll never give you fear. Fear is the opposite of faith, and faith comes by hearing. Fear comes by hearing. If all you're hearing is what the news has got to say, well, get ready for a load of fear coming your way, a truckload. However, if you just hear what God has to say, what the Word of God is saying, you and I will go in victorious living. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, and He has anointed you with the Holy Ghost and with His power, with His dominion, to override all of this heritage. I'm telling you right now, the power of God is with you. Right where you're at, the anointing of God is in you, and the anointing of God resides within you, but it won't manifest till you speak it. You have to declare it. You have to say what God says. You have to decree what God says. Thank God I'm alive and I'm well. Now, that you're not hearing that from government officials. You're not hearing that from your mayors and, and all, unless they're born again, spirit-filled, and unashamed. They're not telling us that. Oh, you got to isolate. You got to get six feet apart. You got to get all this because they're fear motivated. I understand there's natural things we got to do. But, and, I, and I get that, but they're giving us all natural elements. And have you noticed that, you know, I was talking to a, a pastor the other day. I've been getting several calls from pastors and, and asked me what's going on. And, and in one state, they're saying, well, we, you know, we, we've been barred of having any meetings. Another one told me there, we're still at 250 where we can meet. Another one, 150 where we can eat. Another, it's 50. See, they don't really have a clue how many we can get together. And states are regulating that, not the government, not the federal government. It's all coming down. And the states are taking these initiatives, and, and they're doing this. And I understand what's going on and, and the, the tension of all this. But keep in mind, there's a lot of stuff they don't know yet. And so they're calling that. But you know that you and I are the light of this world. And when they shut, I don't mind them shutting down a bar. They can't help anybody. I don't mind them shutting down all the all the strip clubs and and the and all that and the casinos. I don't mind them cut, shutting that down. I know there's people there that are working that don't appeal to all that, but they got a job. I get that. But to shut down the church, the pillar and the ground of truth, the very essence of who God is. This is where you and I have got to realize what God is saying to us and what God's doing to us. We, I listen as your pastor. As a man of God, as as a prophet to this ministry, I'm telling you right now, I will never shut up. They can they can may say, well, you can't congregate, but you can't get me from speaking the word of God. I'm doing it right now. Just a moment, I'm giving you a few things of what we need to do to keep it going. But listen, you can't stop a believer. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We were given last night around seven o'clock, eight o'clock, a a a a a scenario here, and this this that came in uh, has come in from the CDC, the uh, the world headquarters, and uh, they announced what we need to do and what we need to do to to do this. And this is their press release. The county health officers issued an order to slow the speed of the COVID nineteen. 
And uh, so they began to declare how many people we can get, to get together with and what's going on. I mean, even as the president spoke, the, uh, the, 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 the doctors, the surgeon general said, we really don't have a fixed number on what we can do. They're working this stuff out. Three weeks ago, they had different information. Two weeks ago, they had different information. Well, this week, they have a different information. They're working on this. I get that. I understand that. I appreciate what our government's doing. I thank God for it. But they don't have a revelation on how to deal with this. The church does. Right now, many of my fellow ministers of the gospel, Lord Jesus Christ, that I know, many that I've learned from, many of those that are that are seasoned, that I've sat under their ministry, and I'm still sitting under their ministry. I'm still hearing the word of God. I learned truths from, from about this word of God from men of God who never backed down. I remember when they told me not to travel to South Africa, and I went anyway. Don't go to Pakistan. I went anyway. Don't go to Kuwait. I went anyway. And I'm here ministering to you. And when they gave me that strong advisory, you shouldn't go. Well, I was I was commanded, mandated by God to go. Well, if I'm mandated by God to do something, then the equipment comes. And right now, if you're listening, you're a pastor, a minister, you got to get the wisdom of God for you and for your ministry, very specifically, what God calls you to do. Now, I know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, if I go right now and, and assemble and everybody gathers and everybody is moving in this, I, I get that. that they're, they're telling me, according to, this, the, according to the, 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 uh, their writings here, they're telling me that there's a potential that I could be arrested. And that the this auditorium, those that could possibly seize, which potentially could mean quarantine, mandatory quarantine. Well, now, you know, I'm not afraid of being arrested. But at the same time, what good does it do for my congregation if I'm in jail? What good does it do? I'm, I'm currently not afraid. I live and not die. Uh, I'm not concerned about the coronavirus. I'm, I'm not. You'll see me in church on Sunday preaching. This Sunday, I'll be at my podium. I'm going to be preaching. And I, I keep updated, Heritage, with our webpage. I'm let you know what I'm going to be doing. But I will be there. And I'm going to be preaching the gospel. And whether it's just a, my team in there to video record me, I'm going to be in there preaching because I'm going to church and I'm going to preach the gospel. You can't shut me up. I'll be doing it. Now, on Wednesdays, I'm going to be doing it from home. But on Sunday, I'll be there and I'm going to be speaking the word of God and preaching to you. And so we've got to realize this. But this is what they're basically saying to me that if I do this, this was now brought in. Just the, uh, the day before, I, had, I didn't have this. It was all advisory. Now they're saying this, that there's a potential. They've ordered officers and, and a sheriff and and um, other bar parties that be that are authorized to enter in and do this. I don't know how they're going to do that. And so I'm still prayerfully considering what we'll do on Sunday. So I haven't finalized that uh, because myself, I'm not concerned about it, but then I, I don't want to involve you in, in those situations as your pastor. So I'm getting the wisdom of God on what I'm going to do, but I'm preaching to you now and do what God told me to do the way God told me to do it. And because of it, I believe that we're, you and I are going to have a powerful time in Christ Jesus. Now, uh, if I may, let me uh, continue on with this. Uh, because of this, uh, uh, we know that the good Jesus did, went about doing, is described as healing. Jesus healed them all. Jesus is not only a, a, a Savior, not only Lord, He is healer, and He is the deliverer. And I want you to know that you are the healed of the Lord in Jesus' name. 
And I want you to know that you have a Bible right to be made well. He refers to this healing as healing physically the sick. So I'm saying that if you have any symptoms, a flu, a cough, I'm calling you well in the authority of the name of Jesus. And I say that this virus dies in Jesus' name, in your household, family extended. I'm saying we live and not die. Another means by which sickness, this is very important, listen to me, of, uh, uh, the sickness oppressing humanity is birth out of the spirit of fear. If you're really dealing with this, fear mode. Uh, uh, the offspring of fear is torment or torture. It is worry. It's anxiety. It's sin. It's addiction and many other situations. It's like mental abuse that comes against us. Why are all these lines going across uh, our stores and they're all getting in line and they're buying up all the bread, which they haven't bought that much bread. And if they ate all that bread, my God, we're going to have an obesity situation on our hands beyond the, coronas, uh, the coronavirus. Now, let me put it to you this way. We don't have a food shortage at all. Let me help you. We don't have a food. Let me tell you, uh, this glorious country of ours, blessed United States, which God has blessed. And I love this nation of ours. I am an American. I am, I'm living in a blessed country and I support my president and I thank God for what he's doing. Thank God for that man of God. I'm telling you right now, we do not have a shortage of food. What we have is fear that created the greed to line up and hoard this food. If, if I invited 20 people to my home and I had 20 sandwiches to feed all 20 people, uh, plenty of supply, everybody got to see it. And then when I said, listen, we're going to get ready to go eat, and two people went over to the table and one person took 10 sandwiches and another person took 10 sandwiches. Well, did we have a shortage of sandwiches? No, we had enough sandwiches for everybody there. But two said, oh, I, I don't know if I'm going to have anything to eat. Fear mode. Fear mode. And listen, the world's in fear. They don't have our, what we have. We're the light of the world. We're supposed to be trusting God. In Him we trust. We're supposed to be trusting God. This should not bleed into us. Man, I went to the market and I grabbed uh, two loaves of bread and, and there was a woman standing next to me who couldn't reach the bread and there was the only two left. And I looked over and, I, and she looked at me and I said, did you want a loaf of bread? She goes, well, yeah. And, I, and she goes, but I know you get two. I go, no, here, take it. And she goes, oh, well, thank you so much. That's the way we ought to be. That's the way you and I ought to be. I was at the market, and when I went in, the gentleman in front of me stated to the man, I hope I have enough money to pay for this meal. I lost. I, I don't have any money. I, I, I've been paid for two weeks, and, and uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. That was just yesterday. And, 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 uh, and while I was there with that man, he, he said, and I heard over, he, and I heard he heard it. So he said, well, they're hiring here at the store to do uh, shelving and stock the shelving, clean up, and even in the warehouse, unload uh, trucks at night. And if you want a job, sign up. We're hiring people right now. He ran real quick, and he cried out to the man, look, I lost my job. I got a wife. I've got children. I want to work. I, I, need, I need to do this. He goes, well, that's the manager of the cashier you ran from. Go talk to him. So he came over. The guy said, yeah, I'll help you. He goes, I hope I have enough money. I don't have any money. I reached into my pocket and handed that man $100. I said, here's $100. He fell on his knees in that store and cried out, thank you, God, for answering my prayer. Thank you, God. Well, I got.
got on my knees with him and hugged him while he cried over this. And he goes, oh, I have enough. I go, go find stuff, whatever you need for your family. Go do what you need to do. And you know what that what that manager did? He was great. He goes, bring your basket. Me, let's go in the back. Let's sign the papers. The man got hired that day. And I'm convinced they, he got a basket full of food for his family. Listen, this is how we, the body of Christ, ought to work. Give. And it shall be given. Don't give fear. Don't, don't mouth off what the word's saying. Control what you're saying. Control what's going on. Don't give in to the cares of this world. Listen to your pastor. I love you. I thank God for you. I know these are troubling times, uncertain times from the world situation. I understand there's a body of knowledge coming that's either misinformation, lack of information, or just totally incorrect information. And we shouldn't be listening to it. Listen. The Spirit of God will show us what to do. We have the Spirit of God living on the inside. Remember John 14 and 16? I like what Paul said. What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost that dwelleth in you? If you're the body of the temple and your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, then God will take care of your temple. It's holy. God lives on the inside of you. And the Spirit of the living God said he'll show you things to come. And he'll only speak to you of what he hears the Father say. The wisdom of God, the answers, the deliverance, the steps we got to do. Being led of the Spirit of God is all found in the Word. Now, we know God's good. It's described as healing. And so he said, Tor no torment, no worry, no anxiety, no sin, no addictions, none of all this stuff in Jesus' name. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear thou not, for I am with you. And don't be dismayed, for I am your God. Listen, I am your God. Listen, the government is not your God. The government is not your supply. Thank God they're doing what they're doing in the natural to do what they got to do. But the world and the system of the world and the government is not your supply. May I remind you again that my God shall supply all your need according to the riches and glory by and through Christ Jesus. He said in Psalms, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. You're the righteousness of God. And he said, and their seed will never beg bread. Never beg bread. My God is supplying all your need. The scripture said, if he took care of the sparrow, he'll take care of you. You will never be in lack. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not be in lack. I shall not be in deficiency. I'll not be depleted. I will not be denied. Why? Because Jesus is my shepherd. And he leads me by still water. He'll lead me to the markets where there's food. He'll lead me where I got to go. And I'll never lack one day in my life. And if finances I need it, finances come into my life. We are not governed by the stock market. We are governed by our tithing and our giving. We are, we are governed by how we honor God. And the windows have already been opened on our behalf. And blessings, blessings, blessings are being poured out upon us. And because of it, angels are being dispatched, going to the north and south, causing what belongs to us to come into our life. God knows exactly where you're at. God knows your address. God knows your home. So listen to this. I am your God. What's he going to do? What's your God going to do? Listen to this. And this is your shouting place. I'm going to strengthen you. In weak moments of all you're hearing, I'll strengthen you. I'm going to help you out. We have the helper on the inside, the strengthener on the inside. I'll uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Now, another way of saying, looking at this is found in 2 Timothy 1.7. This is very important. God had, in 2 Timothy 1.7, God had not given us. He's not given me. He's not given you. He's not given the church. 
the spirit of fear. He gave us power, he gave us love, and he gave us a sound mind, a soundness of mind. And that's what you and I live in on, on a regular basis. We live in this, man. And this is where we go. The Another term for oppression, and he healed all that were oppressed of the devil, uh, is to hold power over, to suppress and hold you in bondage. If you give in to what's going on, he'll hold power over you. Now the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty God, through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down, let me add this word, oppressive imagination. And every high thing or word spoken contrary to the, to the, to the will of God. And then they, those words from the world try to exalt themselves against the very knowledge of God and bring those thoughts into captivity and every thought to the obedience of Christ. And having with, rep, with readiness to revenge all the disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Your obedience is to take those thoughts and capture them and make them bow to the word of God. This is what you and I have got to do. The message translation of 10.5 is powerful. We use powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies, tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God, fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure of the life shaped by Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing. Now, this coronavirus is smashed. It's, it's warped. It's a... It's a it's a teaching from the world to fear. It is tearing down barriers of, that we've already established. I live in God. I am walking with God. And I know who I am. I'm born again. I'm a child. In Him, I reign. In Him, I'm blessed. In Him, I've been redeemed from the curse of the law. In Him, I walk worthy. In Him, I have the wisdom. In Him, I have the righteousness. In Him, I am not alone. In Him, I'm not an orphan. And in Him... I just watch Satan's defeat. And that's what I've got to do by speaking the word of God. Now, let me say this to you. And, and uh, don't feed into panic. This is what we as a church, I want to tell you this. Every time you turn the news on and get in a day with all they're talking about all that. If you're going to listen to information, get it from individuals that are qualified to give it to you, who are struggling with doubt and unbelief and, and hitting all this kind of stuff. And don't let yourself be brought in, sucked in, if you will, to the thing and allow this coronavirus to be politicized in your mind. This is not a Republican or Democratic situation. There's the, the virus is not Democrat and it's not virus. It is a virus and we take dominion over it and we level it out. So don't let you let it put it out on, on, the, on it. And let me tell you, the virus did not start with the United States. It did not start with your president. President Trump did not start it. And so don't allow that lie to perpetrate in your home and keep speaking that stuff. John 14 said, peace I live with, leave with you. Peace I give to you, not like the world gives. The world's not giving you any peace. They're giving you all challenges. Now listen, every one of us right now are experiencing challenges and troubles. I'm not, I'm not saying we're not as we go through this. But here's the good news. We're overcomers. So stop shrinking back in fear. Don't allow fear to do that. And never, I want to say it again, don't panic. Don't get into dangerous illness of torment in your mind. And don't spread it. You know what's, what's worse than spreading and, and coughing on people about the coronavirus? You know what's worse? is speaking fear and torment over them. That's why I'm not giving into that stuff in Jesus' name. 
I believe you're, you and I are God, a God-given, God-driven, and God, God-blessed. Last verse, Psalm 107, 20 says, He sent His word, the cure, and He healeth. He's the treatment and the cure for the disease, and then and to them all, and delivereth, removeth, eliminate, fully restore them from any disease. So worry, let me close with this. Worry and fear poison the bloodstream. Not worry and fear poison the bloodstream. Faith in the Lord Jesus purifies it. Disease is defeated by the confession of your word. So pray the word, not the news of the current situation. Pray the word. Scriptural prayers are what we need to do. Fill your mouth. Now, Heritage, let me help you here. As your pastor right now, I'm preaching to you. I'm going to make some further decisions as I go through all this. So as of right now, I'm preaching to you. As of right now, Sunday, you can please follow the internet. Please follow, uh, follow our webpage for constant daily updates on what I'm going to do. As your pastor, I believe I'll be led of the Spirit on what to do. And, and, and trust me in this, that if I say we're having a meeting, if you choose not to, that's fine. I understand. We'll be doing this live stream, and you can get it on our Facebook Live. I understand that. I get that. But as for me and my household, we're going to serve God. And whatever the Spirit of God told me to do. I've been in contact with ministries all over, listening to ministries all over, and I love how God's taking, talking to them, how God's speaking to them. However, I want you to know something, that this is very important, that what, what my takeaway is, what I'm hearing from these men and women of God, precious, anointed ministers of God that I know and trust, is this, hear from God on your own, Pastor. And that's what I've got to do. Hear from God over my, over what I'm considered the overseer of this flock, Heritage Family Fellowship. I want to let you know I love you. I will not mislead you. And I will constantly preach the word of God to you. And so while we're dealing with this, and I've got to reread this documentation sent to me to see exactly what it's saying. Today on the news, right before I came in here, they were saying they're updating it because they may not have given us accurate information. Think about that. So if they're saying that at the news right now, then that means over Orange County they may have overstated it. I don't know. I'll have to keep up with it. And that's what's going on. This word of God is sure. But they're changing their minds all the time. We stay here and we never change our minds. Heritage Family Fellowship, I love you. I'm going to pray and give you an instruction right after this. Father, in the authority of the name of Jesus, I speak to Heritage Family Fellowship and all of those that are watching. I'm decreeing and declaring that, that we are made well by the, by the blood of Jesus Christ. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. And we decree and declare that according to Psalm 120, you sent the word, you healed, you already delivered us of all destruction. We are destruction free and no weapon formed against us shall or ever will prosper. And that weapon at this moment, strong, is that coronavirus. And the fear of it will never plague our home. I call our members well, healthy, and strong in Jesus' mighty name. Heritage, Joanna and I love you. We thank God for you. Listen, I am excited about being your pastor. I'm so excited about what God has called me to do, the anointing of God. I'm here. I'm anointed to pastor you. And as your pastor, listen close. Follow me on the web. If this is what we're doing, get on our webpage. Listen, on, on, two, if, uh, on Monday, on Wednesday, and on Thursday and on Friday, I'm going to be speaking to you for 10 minutes. Wednesday, it'll be like this on Thursday. Sunday, I'll be preaching to you for 45 minutes. 
I'm going to give you the word. I'm not going to stop. Why am I doing that? Because I need to touch bases with you. You know, they make a statement and they say 21 days of doing something creates a habit. Well, if you get in the habit of not going and fellowshipping the church, when we, this is all done, you're going to get the habit. You don't want to go. So I'm going to be in your face. I'm going to get you by Facebook. I'm going to get you by text message. You're going to hear me from from uh, from phone calls. I'm going to write to you. I'm going to I'm going to be in your face constantly, and you're going to be looking at this handsome Mexican preaching the gospel to you because I will not quit. I'm your pastor, and I'll never back down. I'm anointed to keep you free with the Word of God. That's my gifting. That's my anointing, and I, I I've got called to do that. This is not the, a sermon. This is my exhortation. This is my charge to you. Number two, because I'm your pastor, let me pastor you. Get on the site as often as you can. It, it, 10 minutes, what is gonna, I'm gonna feed you for 10 minutes on those days. Wednesday, 30 minutes. You, uh, you're gonna need me. I, you're gonna need me right now. I'm telling you, you're gonna need me. And I don't shy away from saying that. I know my gifting and I know my calling. I, you're gonna need me. More than the bread of life. More than whatever bread you buy. You're going to need the bread of life. So I'm telling you right now. Number three, don't stop your giving. Worst thing you could do is stop your giving. Don't do that. Whatever you do. If you're willing to stand in line for two hours to get bread, you can surely, you can surely log on for 10 minutes and 30 minutes and hear me preach the gospel. I'm your pastor. I don't shy away from it. The last thing I want to say to you is please go to our website right now. This is our regular Wednesday night service. And so you'll be prompted on how you can give. There's text to give. There's a different variety of ways to do it. You can still do it by mail for those of you doing that. And please go to the site. And uh, if you're on it right now, go to the site about how to donate, how to give, and it'll prompt you how to do it. And I'm expecting to see an abundance of, of giving. Don't ever stop. Don't you stop your tithing. Don't do it. Don't stop your tithing. Ah, oh, Pastor, all you want is our money. Well, you know, what does the store want? All your money. What's going on? Everybody does. Uh, listen, I'm not telling you that I want your money. I'm telling you for your benefit. Keep the windows of heaven open. And then give. And it'll be given back and you press down, shake it together, and run it over. I gave today. I expect a harvest. You know, we gave. And today, one of our, our wonderful members came over and brought groceries to us. Well, that's so awesome. I mean, just before we went on, they came over and brought us some groceries. This brought us a few items. God is already supplying our need. Listen, God loves you. God cares about you. As your pastor, I look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Uh, on uh, Follow the website because you'll look, you'll see me. I'm coming on at 1030 and preaching till 1115, 45 minutes. I love you. Jesus loves you. And remember, we walk by faith, not by sight. We see the invisible. We do the impossible. And Jesus is Lord. Glory to God. If you were encouraged by today's message and believe it would be uplifting to others, then be sure to rate us and hit subscribe. To experience more of Heritage, visit us at www.heritageff.org. Again, thank you for listening to the Heritage Podcast today. And remember, Jesus is Lord.